Does it hold up? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? <laughs> this is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. Oh, and in case you don't know, this is the quarantine edition. So <laughs> wow. we we are all in our own individual bubbles in yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> hey guys, what movie did you guys watch? I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit, directed by, directed by Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, that's the same movie I watched. <laughs> Me too. Well, that's Me good. too. So we're going to do that thing that we do, and we're going to discuss and figure out if Who Framed Roger Rabbit holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's get uh, into it. So wait. We're going to start with our familiarity of okay. this movie. Our levels. And right. Because I know a little bit from some chit chat we've had, uh, yeah. I want Bridget to start because I All think right. she's going to start it at the tippy top. Well, friends, I have seen this movie hundreds of times, I think. And I was quoting it annoyingly uh, as Jeff and I watched it last night uh, ahead of time. And so I feel like I know a lot about Roger Rabbit. I feel very, very familiar. <laughs> very familiar. And Katie? I'll give myself, yeah, a VH expert uh, okay. level. Similarly, I don't know about hundreds. Bridget, you seem very, very like familiar. Okay. Like it's on the tip of your brain. It was on the tip of my brain. I could have done this without watching it. Okay, so I could not wow. have. I probably could have. Yeah, I could not have, but I do, I did watch it a ton as a kid because we had it on VHS and it was like one of my favorite movies. And I feel like it was like one of my favorite rides at Disney World when we went. It was very exciting. Yeah. It was a ride? Roger wow. Roger yeah. Roger. Mm -hmm. There yeah. were new things that, that I don't think I've seen it in, in the, my most recent adult years though. So there was a, there was definitely some things that yeah. looked different to me as a grown folk. Yeah. Phil, what about you? Uh, I think I saw it like once as a youngster. Um, and I remember being a little bit disturbed about it and would have like random dreams about it. And then most recently I saw it, you know, just a few days ago. So I am very uninitiated into the, the deep dive of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, so my level would be random beady-eyed dream sequence just like that it pops up in random dreams that i have and that's about it i like it the other so. thing i want to note is that this is the first time i watched this movie with somebody who went to school to study animation oh wow that's oh, awesome it's, oh it's your first time doing that weird Yes, funny enough. Uh, yes. So I got a I got a lot of inside scoop, um, oh, and he could, he could guest on if if we need real mm -hmm. inside scoop. I just want to put it out there, but I do have some fun tidbits to share. That's we, very exciting. Yeah. We do want that. We yeah, uh, the I, podcast I listeners have been screaming for tidbits. some more informed voices than our three voices. <laughs> 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 I will add that I watched it with my roommates um, who are, I guess, millennials. Millennials. But we're like, we 
Yes, I just got confirmation. That Millennials. But Millennials. But I don't know. Like I'm barely a millennial and like probably so are they. They're like 25. So I got some insights into like what Ugh. it's like to watch this for the first time as an adult. Uh, okay. Um, so that, that was my insight to like the difference between a classic, like does it hold up because you watched it as a kid versus right. would it hold up as a new watch? So I've got some feedback for that. Right. Mm. Yeah. I'm excited Pretty about good. that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll just jump into it. And I know because I was talking with Katie the other day, and this is the- You guys initial- spend a lot of time talking without me. And I just wanna, I just wanna <laughs> say it to the whole podcast <laughs> world, that just because just cause you guys live in the same city, you know, I just want, I just wanna, I just want you to know that. <laughs> well, we just ra- randomly bumped into each other. Yeah. And you should I be social um, distancing. Yeah. I want to be clear, Bridget, that I've literally seen you um, more recently than Phil. Even that's though we're true. That's true. You're social distancing. So. I'm happy about that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But no, we were, we were playing Trivia Pursuit last night yes. over the interwebs. And that's fun. Uh, we started discussing. Yeah. And the initial thing was like, how the frick did they get uh, all the different licensing for all these different things into no, one movie? I know about that. Uh, oh. Okay. Hold I it. it up, that's, a, that's a question from our uh, frequent listener, Annie ICU. Oh, that's I love cool. Annie ICU's questions. She's good. She's good. Yeah. There's another one too, but yeah. Okay. So we... We won't discuss that now. We're just gonna we're just gonna leave it. Okay. Well, I, got, I got things to say about it though. We can do it yeah. for the question corner. Okay. We'll leave it for the question corner. So okay. how do how do we just like usually we're talking about different movies that are going all over the different place. This one's a very I would plot. say like plot, plot. driven. Very plot. I mean, a lot of exposition. Yep. My main thing is it's it's a film noir movie and Pretty much, they just sort of drop cartoons on a traditional 1950s film noir, uh, which I yeah, love. It's a, it's a mystery. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. crime crime film. Mm-hmm. A crimey, as a they crimey, call it. crimey, if you will. An old crimey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I, I love film noir. I, it's I do know one that. of my favorite genres. Um, like, if I could just... Live go back in, in time, I would become a PI with a with a drinking problem. And what's what's a, different than now? It's a, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I caught I, you snooping, Philip. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. PI. Uh, I don't have quite fat enough ties. I, I think is what it is. Short, very short ties. And I need to make them shorter. Yeah, that's a style. That is a style. If you want to put somebody's tie into like a, 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 a what is that thing called? The old oh, fil- the fil- filmy? The projector? Oh, then, yeah. And if, you're, if your tie is short, it's harder to do. <laughs> I got you. You can't put it in there. It's too short. And it's also too wide. <laughs> Well, sh- should we? So I took notes, but I, oh, I took well. notes. I took okay. notes, but I don't I have took... the like plot by plot, play by play. But we I do. It. Okay, let's do. Let's do like the plot okay. play by play, and then go. From I kind of right? stopped. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I stopped uh, with the play by play after Mary Garon broken down because I um, drank too much. Cool. Sure, that'll happen. That'll happen. Got it. 
and I kind of got tired, but I did not sleep at all during this movie. Nice. So five stars. Mm. Yeah. N- Nora did. She in oh. fact fell asleep at the end. Okay. So she is, that's her question for the end is like, what who, happened? What, what happened? Who was the murderer? That oh yeah, that's crazy. right. Okay. We, yeah. we had, well, and yeah, spoiler alert, we had to inform my roommates of the ending. As well. <laughs> that was not yeah. because of due to sleep. Should we, was, should we just say it? It was Judge Doom. Yep, Judge yeah, Doom. It was Judge Doom. So spoiler alert. He did all the if, murders. Sorry, everyone. If you were going to pause halfway through this podcast and then watch the movie, yeah, you're shit terrible out of luck. Idea. Yeah. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. Um, okay, well, the way the film opens is with uh, the Baby Herman cartoon featuring right. Roger Rabbit, where yeah. we get to see that the cartoon world is the same as the real world. When they, like, zoom out, which is, like, such a mind blow. And what well, a- When I was a kid, that blew my mind. When, they, when you yeah. saw, like, the mom's feet... And yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, incredible. And Raul calls cut. And remember, <laughs> like, with cartoons, there did used to be, like, a cartoon before the show, right? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And that's kind of, like, what it harkens to. Because I even remember, I feel like some cartoons after this were of Baby Herman. Do you guys remember that? No. Like, some, I yeah. I don't. There, I feel like some of them were like the actual real Baby Herman thing. Anyway. What, what I do want to say about Baby Herman is that I remember I, since I watched this movie so many times as a kid, he was very formative um, in my understanding of, of cigars. Mm-hmm. And I remember a trip we took as Girl Scouts to Ocean City and I uh, won enough um, tickets from like a ski ball to purchase a, a fake cigar and I remember walking around like the boardwalk, like, like fake smoking, calling it my stogie. Oh, and, nice. But it wasn't just that. There was also a stogie in National Lampoons. And there's some ties. National Lampoons Christmas Vacation. Okay. Oh, yeah. And there's some ties between the two movies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, stogie. Did you start crying anytime you dropped your stogie? Yeah, it was the whole bit we did. It was like. Nice. All I these like it. fourth grade Girl Scouts just like doing bits about <laughs> my stogie. Maybe Herman is probably the best actor in the film, right? Like to go from that like <laughs> like cigar smoking old like George Burns character to then snap into it and be a convincing baby. Yes, yeah. he was a very convincing baby. Yeah. Super good actor. Like he changes, he gets rid of his wrinkles. Walking across the plates and like drown, yeah. Who puts bread though on top of a refrigerator just loose? Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> yeah. Katie, uh, do you want to explain what you were just doing? Remember, we're on. <laughs> I was just doing with my my fingers like the the t- deck of cards shuffle that became uh, Baby Herman walking over um, that bread. Yeah. And then no, the the zoops did it. I I knew exactly what <laughs> you, you got did. it. Zoop zoop zoop. <laughs> Um, yeah baby hermit so but that's also where we're introduced to the fact that like tunes there's a lot of setup the whole movie is a setup for the final scene it's like all the things you understand about tunes and Mm -hmm. and the world that they live in and the acme corporation is like it's just all a setup for the final scene which is interesting you say that because there is so much acme product placement in the first cartoon in the baby herman cartoon Mm -hmm. which i noticed too it's like oh okay so they're like paying for it yeah they definitely do a good job of building this like world financially 
as a kid and i will not lie as an adult i have a hard time following the plot of like who's buying what like i know who is financially interested in dismantling the it's it's not very clear no i mean it took me a sec but i mean that's the whole point like film noirs are supposed to be just super fucking complicated this was their deal yeah because Um, like maroon acme and maroon i guess i or Oh man, yeah, Acme and Maroon. I know there's two guys, but Maroon in my head, Maroon cartoons, yeah, Maroon par- cartoons, and who's who, the guy who gets his tie stuck in, stuck in the projector? That's Maroon, R.K. Maroon, yeah. and Acme, the guy that plays Patty Cake. Yeah, yeah. I, I just get them mixed yeah, up. Cake. In my head, I'm like, there's two guys. They're so. just old white guys. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> and anyway. so, um, well, after the cartoon, we transition into the real world. Mm-hmm. And we see the sort of the setup of, you know, um, what the, oh my God, what is his name? Eddie? Eddie on the streetcar and he's getting Eddie's a, a cigarette yeah. from those kids. And so oh, he's yeah. like the streetcar, like it's not going anywhere. Like LA has the best public transportation. Oh yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah. The Which best is a joke, right? Yeah. The whole thing is really a commentary about Los Angeles transportation. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the whole movie. Right. It's interesting. And you see that like Cloverleaf, which is mm-hmm. like the highways is moving in and you get introduced to the, to Dolores and the, the streetcar uh, restaurant, bar. the terminal yeah. bar. Well, and we also learned that it's 1947. That yeah. becomes clear. Golden um, times. And <laughs> then I write down, is this, are we at the scene yet where Eddie. The egg. Funny? To know before that when he talks to is RK who hires Eddie? Is it RK oh, you're or- right. You're right. He did. He did um, talk to him first because otherwise he wouldn't have been able to say he was working for Tunes. Yeah, and I loved. I didn't get catch this as a kid, but he says something about RK Maroon says something about show business, and um, you know he's like you know that show business, and he's like no business like it, no business I know, which is like very funny. <laughs> yeah, I. I thought that was amazing. So. Um, there's also a lot of bourbon and whiskey drinking in this movie, yeah. like a lot. Yeah. Well, well he's I'm going to say, right? as, as the film noir expert, that's basically a film noir. It's like every main huh. character is an alcoholic and mm-hmm. their drink of choice is bourbon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or just like big cups of it that they never yeah. act like is gross as they're drinking it. I know. And I mean, we'll get into this in a little bit, but I also have a note for uh, that there is Chekhov's bourbon in here. Uh, when okay. they, they give some bourbon to Roger, uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's so over the top. It's like, oh, they're, I mean, also because I've seen this movie already nay 30 years ago, but uh, I was like, oh, this is going to become something else. Oh, interesting. I wrote down um, when he's talking to R.K. Maroon and he says he's going to go to a club where it's humans only, but the tunes are the performers, obviously, that you learn, but it's humans only. I'm like, is this like a metaphor? The movie is like maybe a metaphor for like apartheid. Like it's definitely like walking oh, a line of like yeah this, i think so well there's think segregation so. and like segregation they, all live, in they all live on one side and the other side and and they can kind of intermingle but like not really like there's no, I, think, I think so and it's okay if they're entertainers yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 
which is interesting. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the people, the humans in, humans in the bar. And this is something I never noticed as a kid or paid attention to, but I was interested in that, like they introduce a lot of characters that hang out in this bar who are, uh-huh. who are adults with disabilities. Yeah. I, I wrote that down too. Yeah. And it's not addressed or, or and that's, that's okay. It was, it was just interesting to me. I was curious about that. Well, there one, I, I wrote down later that when judge doom comes, he just like, makes fun of and abuses anybody with right. a body a body difference in that yeah. bar. There's a little person, there is somebody that has an amputated arm, and he immediately just like um, humiliates both people, which is There's crazy. a gentleman who is uh, mute or doesn't speak. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. That's interesting. He writes, he writes down his response to Eddie when oh. Eddie asks him a question. Oh, right, yeah. That is a three. So that, that really three. puts it over the top of like. Yeah, that's why it's. That that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. But is it kind and, of like a, a safe space for like otherwise marginalized people? Because it's kind of like this bar that tunes are kind of a lot, like they're going to embrace Roger Rabbit too. Like it's a speakeasy kind of thing. Just that man who sweats more than any man. The, <laughs> the hard boiled. Yeah, the hard where his toupee spins and stuff. Uh, the, right, yeah. the hard-boiled egg guy. No, the one who Eddie shoves a hard-boiled oh. egg into his mouth. Who That's does an guy. awesome move oh, of just like kicking on his chair and catching oh, him on the chin. Oh. Yeah, gross. That was vicious. Well, so Dolores, so we're at the part with Dolores. Yeah. I, um, at the time not, but this time I had like a killer crush on Dolores, who's awesome and um, plays... I was watching it. And I'm like, is that Rose from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? And it is. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're right. Which is another yeah. movie I would like to do for this podcast. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. So that's exciting. It's probably like ten years, or not even ten years. They really she's, age her up in. Oh yeah. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes, they do. But yeah. yeah, she's great. Dolores is great. Amazing. And she stands her ground. She's. Yeah, she's a tough cookie. Well, there's always the femme fatale, which of course we have Jessica Rabbit, and then there's always the other one, who I actually gravitate more to uh, yeah. in all film noir. It's they're usually spunky and spunky. I don't know, and I'll get into the whole discussion of Jessica Rabbit later. Okay, yeah, we can <laughs> but, talk about that. Um, yeah, there's always like two women in film noir, and it's always the femme fatale, and then there's always the uh, I don't even know. If, I'm sure there's a term for this person. Best this friend. Woman. Best friend. No, because it's always it's, 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 a, it's another love interest, but it's oh the stable the stable wife second banana. Yeah, Se- maybe second banana, but usually it is an obvious first choice. Cute yeah. but like not the, sexy. Kind of like the tomboy girl next door. The yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's the one that does it for me rather than the yeah. femme fatale. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Femme fatale. Make like sure you tell your wife that. Women love yeah. to hear that that they're like the the plain Jane version. But that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's they're just as sexy. It's just they're usually not a voluptuous murderer. and yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Once again, I will get into this. Uh, my <laughs> right. views on Jessica Rabbit. So. Me so, and Annie have accepted that we're both two sidekicks that found each other. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. I haven't accepted that I'm not a femme fatale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you can be a femme fatale. But... Stop it, Katie. <laughs> I'm definitely a sidekick, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so after the hard-boiled egg exposition where we, we learn, like, what everything that Eddie's going to be doing basically. And like what, what his whole life is and why he doesn't want to work with tunes anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, then because we go. a tune killed his brother. A tune killed his brother. Spoiler. Upfront about it. Spoiler. Spoiler. Okay, if you thought we on. just were going to break one spoiler at the beginning, I, like, okay, I made it through that. I could still listen to a little bit and halfway through I'll watch the movie. But a, no, tune, no. a tune killed his brother how long ago? Because they talk about Not it. Not that long ago. Right, Enough but they talk about it like it's like... get on his side say. of the desk. There's a lot of dust, but also he's like, back in those days, we loved Toontown. Those days, like three weeks ago? Like how long ago? I assume like two years. Two years, That's yeah. That's my guess. I thought it was two years too. Okay. And so, follow two up Two years worth that. of dust. So Eddie and Dolores have been kind of like on again, off again for two years because they were together. And then it seems like Eddie's drinking got out of control. And I think it's like in this movie, we just believe that when you, your brother dies, you can't, you can't be with anybody. (laughs) Then you probably needed some space. Like, you know, because they were all great friends. It seems from this stack of pictures or maybe a throuple. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. And then another thing is I think when he's going through that and you're doing this like montage of the old pictures, it looks like they're descendants of like the Ringling brothers. Like that. Well, well, that's, let's, let's, should we pin that? Because Sorry. Okay. after, yeah, but I, yes. And I agree with you. Um, because before that happens, we, we are at the speakeasy. Yeah. With the dueling pianos. With oh, Donald the, Daffy Duck. Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, a, and I'm sure... Uh, Bridget knows this one, and we'll we'll get into it a little bit later. But the whole way the deals that were have having to be made. I read this too. Go to ahead. get yeah Disney and Looney Tunes all together, or Warner Brothers rather, is that we'd have to have equal time between Daffy Duck and um, Donald. Donald Duck. And, and they had to be like also, equally good at the piano, right? Or something. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's what I read. <laughs> And Philip, who were the other two? Mickey Mouse and uh, that rabbit. Bugs Uh, Bunny. Bunny. Bugs Bunny. (laughs) I read that too. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who who really orchestrated all of that? Steven Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. That's right. Yeah. We've we've all done our research. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to research anything. I know. Yeah, it's true. Did Jeff know all of that? Yo, yeah. That's incredible. That's really cool. He has like a, a book from uh, Jeffrey. What's that person's name? Uh, Richard Williams. Richard Williams, who is the... Just the he directed all the He's the director of animation. And he has wow. like a textbook yeah. from his school. And in the textbook are illustrations from Roger Rabbit. That's, That's cool. cool. Well, the yeah. other... Well, whatever. We can get into the fun facts. Yeah. We can get fun facts a different time. I want to talk about uh, that bartender octopus. Oh in yeah, the speakeasy. He is okay. not doing a good job. He <laughs> is wily, and he has so many arms. <laughs> He's just dropping he, drinks everywhere. You would think an octopus would have be an arm ahead, if you will. <laughs> um. In that bar, um, when he screams at the tune, 
that he on the rocks and he's like, and I mean ice. <laughs> Uh, as a kid, oh, okay. I thought that you had to clarify. Like, if you ordered a drink, <laughs> yes, clarify ice because it could equal. Like, it, it was it was interesting to rewatch and be like, how much it informed my kid brain of like, yes, how it worked to go to a bar or, like you said, smoke a cigar or like go on a date with a car. Or have sex, yeah. but meaning that you play patty cake. Yes, that was so confusing <laughs> as a kid. Oh, no. I can't wait to talk about. And I was that. like, is this sexy? I don't know. <laughs> Yes. Did you have uh, the first two times you had sex? Was it just patty cake? It was just patty cake, and I felt gross about it. And I couldn't figure out how to use <laughs> yeah. protection. We did it with gloves. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. That's like, how you have to do it now in the quarantine. Well, even rewatching I it, I had to, I had a hard time like unkidifying or like my brain. <laughs> Me too. Watching it because I'm like, it is just patty cake, right? Or is this wrong? <laughs> I can't even decide. <laughs> like I couldn't figure it out. I agree. There's oh, so many were, moments like that. They were screwing while they were playing patty cake. But um, they weren't, right? It wasn't a No, they were, they were not. They were not. Roger's were. just so... And then I just love that it's the concession of Eddie Valiant, too. It's not like these tunes are, like, so sensitive and crazy. It's like, sorry, man. It's patty cake. What can I tell you? That's awesome. Yeah. One of the other things in the speakeasy bar that Jeff and I were talking about was the penguin waiters, because those oh, penguins... Yeah are really like um, a throw to, because all the, all the cartoons are like a throw to something else references, that's already yeah. existed, right? References, mm -hmm. except for like Roger and Jessica and like the car and a few other things, but really they're all from something else. The gorilla. Else. The penguins are like from Mary Poppins. I thought that I was wondering. Oh, but Mary Poppins wasn't out. made until the 60s. So it's interesting that there were penguins in a movie that's place in the 40s. Oh, yeah, but like probably it's like um, showing what they did before they were cast in Mary Poppins. Right? Yeah, they were working actors. <laughs> yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Oh, That's interesting. True. That's fun. That's a fun like little mind, Ben. Yeah. It's a mind, mind warp. Um, I also noticed, so the one part, so I think, and I'm interested to hear what Jeff has to say about this too, but like, the animation for me really held up. It wasn't like, oh, oh gosh, like when you see special effects and it doesn't. And I'm like, I totally believe that this, this human and a cartoon are in the same place. And the one time that I feel like you, that it's like a little um, obvious is when the gorilla throws Eddie out of the bar. And you can tell that Bob Hoskins, who plays Eddie, is on a cable, like on a wire. And I think that's awesome too, because it almost is like, yeah, like it would look weird to be thrown out by a cartoon. I don't know. I just like that none of it is CGI. I just really liked it. Yeah. One of the things that I read about um, Bob Hoskins in that book that Jeff had was that he was such a, because he's British, right? Which also gets yep. me. Like, yeah. And, but everybody has like New York accents and they all live in LA. And yeah. that's another like kind of joke, <laughs> right? About how nobody's from there. Um, yeah. But he he's such a like classically trained actor mm -hmm. that he like never missed his cue in terms of like looking at Roger in the eyes, which he's about supposed to be three feet tall. But then there was like a scene where he like suddenly lost it for a little bit. And so he kept looking at like six feet. And so the, what the, um, what the animator said was that like, they just like stretched Roger in that scene and like made oh. him look taller and longer than he was like, cause he's like a cartoon. So he has the ability yeah. cause he was yeah. scared. So they thought like, since he was scared, he would just like stretch longer. Oh, crazy. In that scene. That's funny. Yeah. It's cool. 
Also, do you know who the, then we meet, we meet Jessica Rabbit. Is that voice Kathleen Turner? Is that Kathleen Turner? It It is, but not the singing voice. Oh, then I don't know who the singing voice is. We watched it till the end. It's Uh, it's a different. Spielberg's wife? Oh, it is Steven Spielberg's wife. Kate Capshaw? First wife. Her first, his first wife. Yeah. Who is it? Oh. Jeff, do you remember the name? Amy Irving. Amy Irving. Yeah, that sounds right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Ba boom, man. And it's as a kid that also informed me of like, I don't know, like you're just <laughs> supposed to fall in love with anybody that looks like Liza Minnelli on stage, like anybody with that presence, because like the whole the whole audience just lost. Oh, they it. were. I was like, okay, note to self: when I'm not in fourth grade anymore, I'm supposed to look like that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Although, because they were both in this scene, and maybe we can get into it here, um, I found Betty Boop more attractive than <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Tell us more. I thought <laughs> Jessica, and this may be just because there's been a lot of other cartoons or drawings and stuff like this. Watching this movie, I, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bridget's face is being massaged by a very, very tiny hand in our video. Like just, Kristen Wiggs, Lawrence Welch. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, totally. Anyways, for me, Jessica Rabbit in this was basically a, just a, a big old mushy pile of mashed potatoes that's just getting mushed around. Like the animate, like I thought the animation held up throughout the movie, but not for her. Oh, yeah, maybe she's, like, a little... All the proportions just do not work. Not even just, like, oh, her waist too skinny and stuff like that. It's, like, no, her elbow stops, like, (laughs) two feet from where it should be stopping. It's just, she looks like a pile of mashed potatoes um, (laughs) in boob and hip form, you know? She also has, like, no nose. She has, like, a dot for Uh, She has the Voldemort. Yeah, she's so... Yeah, like, right. Like, she's kind of of a different illustrator or something. It's yeah, a little it's just, she was pumped full of Botox, and it's just, yeah, uh, totally. I don't know. It's, her face is constantly moving around, and the, it, it was weird. Her I found boobs, when Eddie, like, pudding. hits his head on her boobs, it's like, booing, going, going. Yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not super attractive to me either. Also, I remember as a kid thinking about this, but also as a grown woman, uh, just how... Does the dress like that stay on? Yeah, I still wonder yeah. that. But it's her. really just because she's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be the easiest answer. <laughs> sure. um, so we meet her, then we, we see uh, the patty cake scene with oh, Acme. Amazing. And Eddie gets kicked out, but he takes the photos. Yeah. Um, and and then we learn about Roger not being able to drink alcohol, which is a very key exposition yeah. point. Yeah. As I said, the Chekhov's bourbon. Yeah. You introduce someone who like explodes when they drink bourbon in the first act, and in the third act, it better become important, and it does. And there's Wait. a lot of it's it's the thing like if you introduce a gun in the first. Yeah. Right, and there's a lot of those, right? They're like the yes, singing, so was, everything in that next scene, well, the two scenes from now when they see that the safe. The disappearing, yeah. reappearing ink. Like, oh yeah. All that stuff. Well, Wait, the, like all the stuff in the Acme 
yeah, comes back yeah, later. the whole all of the that. singing sword, yeah, yes, the sledgehammer thing. That was yeah. actually uh, what's his face? Um, oh, Barry Manilow oh. or no. Tony Curtis? No, Dean Martin. Keep going. No, nope. Frank Sinatra. Yes. God damn it! <laughs> nice. Wait, Chekhov's bourbon. You're saying that that is that's a name of a plot device, or that is a brand of bourbon that you? No, no, no. It's a plot device. <laughs> Although I'm gonna start. I'm gonna <laughs> in this uh, quarantine. I'm gonna start bur- brewing bourbon. You should. Um, that's gonna be Chekhov's bourbon. <laughs> no, it's Chekhov's gun is the plot device. It's basically as Bridget oh. was saying. If you introduce a gun in the first act. Someone better get shot. Got it. Gone in the third okay. act. I see. Yeah. And you are repurposing it to be Chekhov's bourbon. That no, is exactly what it said. That. Yeah. That's it's what it much. said on the glass. No. Mask? Did it? <laughs> Bridget. No uh, Bridget's you got just me. messing with us left uh, and right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. witty. I am Roger Rabbit. Yeah, seriously. Uh, oh, man. That would have been very witty of them if they renamed it Chekhov. Yeah, that would have been really Urban. cool. Uh, but no, it wasn't. So, okay. So that means, so Roger loses his mind, breaks all the glass. I and- love that moment, though, when I was a kid, especially, like, the outline. Yes, I loved that, too, of the I blind. was like, oh, it's so good. That was cool. <laughs> um, And then we... And then oh, we happened? see the... Oh, wait, I want to go back to Betty Boop really quick for a second. Boop, 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 uh, this is boop. a fun fact. Do you know her, her, the woman who voices Betty Boop? The original. May, yeah, it's the same woman. May West? Uh, no. May Questall. Oh. Questall. And you know who, who and she's also in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, another tie. As what? She's the, the aunt that brings the cat wrapped in a box. Oh, yeah. Whoa, and cool. And the jello okay. with the cat food in it. Oh, yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to rewatch that. So that's the same voice, Betty Boop. And that's the woman. I will Boop. say, Boop. and this is fast forwarding to the very end, when all the tunes are celebrating, Betty Boop is the only one that's sitting there and kind of with her hands on their hips and like eyes are just going back and forth like the like cat clock. Like she doesn't, that cartoon doesn't really smile. Right? She just looks kind of panicked all the time. Well, in that scene, though, there's a lot of tunes that are just sitting there doing nothing. They're just, like, pictures of tunes. You know, yeah. you, you've seen that when you watch a cartoon, how, like, some pieces don't move, right? Yeah. And, and I learned a lot about that. Uh, <laughs> did, did you know <laughs> that on. every second uh, a cartoon character's on is 24 individual illustrations? Yeah, well, I don't know. I have a lot of questions that we should ask offline, offline about this because it seems it seems impossible that we have the cartoons we do given the amount of time. And I learned that because there's there's a um, in the credits there's a person called an in betweener, <laughs> and basically like the lead animators and the assistants draw like the main picture. So if it's twenty four frames per second, they're drawing all the, the important frames, so to speak. Yeah. And then the in-betweeners draw the frames in between that. How they get there. Yeah. Oh, cool. How interesting. I know. Well, the more you know. Um, so uh, then at, at some point we go to the bar, the speakeasy, and Judge Doom shows up, right? Is no, that kind of no before that. Oh, that's way yeah, later. That's way later. Oh, Next is Eddie's uh, brother in the photographs from Hawaii. Oh, right. 
<laughs> and we basically That's learn Eddie used thruple. to be silly. He used to have fun. He used to be all fun. And then we learned that his family was a Ringling Brothers family, right? Or Barney yeah. and Bear. Barely. Yeah, he was he a started circus. out as the clown. And then yeah. he went to, oh yeah, oh yeah, right. And then it's like, clowns go to cop school. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're the only ones that'll take tune cases. And that's why Roger seeks him out because he'll defend a tune. Yeah, you get all nostalgic and then he falls asleep. And then we right. learn that there was a murder. A murder? Right. A murder at, and it was Acme. He was murdered at his what is that called? A warehouse studio or, oh yeah, the warehouse, right. Down at the warehouse. Wait, we're saying that his brother was murdered at the warehouse. Yeah. He had a piano dropped in his head. At the warehouse? Yeah, but Acme too, right? Wasn't Acme, Acme had a safe dropped on his head. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and much. then Eddie's brother had a piano dropped on his head. I had some questions about like, what was harmful for humans and what is harmful for tunes? Well, because Katie, you know what's harmful for humans. Right. Like having a piano the, dropped it. It's because I am yes. human. <laughs> but like the weasels, like Doom's weasels are carrying real guns. Yeah. But like Eddie oh, I know. has a cartoon gun. So you're like, well, can humans only die? And then like they duck out of the way of that mallet. Like could a human be hurt by a cartoon weapon it's kind of unclear right it, it is very unclear okay. i think yes uh human can be killed by a cartoon thing so why uh, do those cart- have real guns because they have real cars too there's just this like intersectionality of cartoon <laughs> and real life for the mafia especially yeah, oh. yeah. I, that's an amazing answer <laughs> now <Got it>. the- <laughs> Teach a the course. Flips, the flip <laughs> side is that cartoons cannot be killed With by bullets. normal human things. They can only be killed by laughing what? to death. The dip. Well, oh, no, that, that's another question I have is about this whole laughing to death. But the mm-hmm. dip. The dip is yeah. really the only thing, which the recipe for that is actually how you clean cartoons off of slides for cartoons oh really yeah oh philip acetone or acetate benzenate and something they're all paint paint thinners very good philip what you use to if you were trying to scrub off a cartoon from a a slide or film that's what oh that's cool interesting um okay cool and and well, the whole laughing to death thing, I wonder, is only true for weasels? And their cousins, the hyenas. And hyenas. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, because everybody's also, laughing like, their heads off. Like, there's no way that kills every cartoon. But, like, the, the weasels, when they, like, laugh themselves to death, they're still, like, a ghost. So right. are they, like, truly dead? Or they could it's they unclear. actually... Yeah become weasels again i'm just i'm very confused on that point me too oh no i I don't know because then they're they're cartoon angels it almost seems like it's like a video game death for them where maybe they come on pause for a second yeah Mm. is like super concerned about it (laughs) he says it so many times (laughs) oh my god like do you know what happens (laughs) when you laugh and when you laugh like that that's the weasel 
Um, Stop that laughing. Uh, oh, and this is where we're sort of like, you know, introduce the fact that like Judge Doom has to wear like a very strong glove. Yes. Um, yeah. To, oh. to be around the dip. I, so we, we, he demonstrates this by... I can't talk about it. It's my bummer. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> what the I've shoe? A Katie! Little bit of, I'm of sorry. Does anyone know who voices the shoe? No. Oh, Mickey Mouse? No, <laughs> it is the voice of Bart Simpson, and I'm now blanking on her name. Cartwright? Um, Nancy Cartwright? Yes, Nancy Cartwright. Whoa! Whoa! That's crazy. Well, you're welcome. So, so this means that we're kind of at the. Are we at the speakeasy now, where we're introduced to Judge? Dean? No. Oh, okay. No. First, then we we go back and we see the baby with the stogie. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. he runs like baby Herman, who says something about being like a, like a three year old. He has a three year old peen, and <laughs> yeah. like a thirty year old libido or something. It's like kind of nuts. I definitely wrote down. Three-year-old Dinky. Um. Dinky, yeah. <laughs> Baby Herman, a couple of the things that don't hold up is kind of the, I think the hashtag Me Too stuff. But it is Hollywood. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. and the, the fact that it's set in 1947, they like get away with a lot because I feel like it's almost like retro misogyny. But Baby Herman is tough. <laughs> yeah. I just realized in like my sleepier handwriting, this is before I... Uh, stopped taking notes i wrote weasels use real guns <laughs> yeah yeah it's a question yeah. so he runs into baby herman and then and then and then uh we're back in the terminal bar right and that's where roger is hiding in like, oh no wait no we're not first first the weasels come to <laughs> first we learn that there's the will is in the pocket of acme oh yeah oh because eddie um is looking through his glass right because he's i love uh i love that as a kid when he like finds something by accident in a photograph that's my favorite plot device when oh yeah closer at a photograph oh so good and then he gets yeah he gets out his and then and then he goes he's tired so he goes to bed but roger's in his bed like a big lump yeah and it's cute and then the weasels come Yes. And that's when I wrote down, weasels use real guns? Yeah, the weasels are the worst. <laughs> and Roger Rabbit goes into the, the laundry sink, which also as a kid, I was like, I'm so confused. You're washing your clothes in your kitchen sink? Why? Oh, right. I guess I thought he was doing dishes, but he's doing... No, he's, he says it's his lingerie. Yeah. Oh, got it. Also, got it. I've been watching a lot of SDU lately, and there's no way that Ice T would allow a like yeah. interview and be like, "Pull your hands out of the sink." Yeah. Damn. Although out. counterpoint, when I watch SVU, okay. I'm always surprised with the disrespect that random people on the street have towards like detectives and police. They're like, "Yeah, oh. what? What do you want to know about it?" It's like, "What the fuck, man? Just answer their question and get on with your day." They will always keep doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but I still think the police officers would not allow them. Yeah. To have their hands completely concealed. And their back yeah. turns to them. Yeah. That yes. Right. Yeah. Especially if you're the weasels that hate everybody anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Yes, I noticed that too. I was like, mm, this doesn't make sense. Um, 
are we now at the speakeasy? <laughs> <I can't laughs> uh, yes. Then I wrote Roger and sink. And then I wrote hide Roger at bar. Yes. So then he, I, as a kid, loved that eye hole, the peak hole. I love that oh, yeah, yeah. kind of just like down with it. It's pretty fun. They wreck her bar, though. I mean, I guess she's just. Is, is she it her bit, bar? I think I, she's just working there. Yeah, yeah, because then later in the movie theater, she's like, eh, I didn't like it there anyway. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> quick, changed professions really quick. Um, so that's where we meet Judge Doom. Yes. Which I have a question of, like, why a judge is presiding over, like, what role, is he a judge? Like, he works in a court? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like a, I think he was a judge at some point, but he is no longer, and now he's doing these other things, but he's also, he's still just called Judge Doom. And he's like a detective. He's like a, he's more of, uh, like, the police officer, or district attorney, yeah. maybe? Yeah, it's something like that. Unclear yeah. as to why he is now the lead investigator. And then I also was wondering, um, uh, Christopher Lloyd has like a fake chin in this, right? Yeah. Because it's like nuts um, and very prevalent. I want to talk about uh, the joke that the, that the hard-boiled egg guy does. Okay. You know, oh, like, yeah. Oh, I know. Like, I yeah, you know the answer to this, like why? Well, why it's funny? It the movie isn't it the um, like Jimmy Stewart movie Harvey with the bunny? Oh yeah. Okay. Or you talk about that joke? Yeah, Harvey where he's like, joke. "Say hello, Harvey." Yeah, like isn't there a movie called Harvey? Yeah, there is. Where Jimmy Stewart has like a fake bunny friend. Yeah. When when I was a little kid, I thought that he was referring to the gentleman who was like sitting on the stool two down who kind of has mm. bunny teeth a little bit. And I thought he was oh. saying that he was a bunny. <laughs> no, I think, it's no. The, I think it's probably the year that that movie came out or something. Yeah, it's okay, the Invisible so, Rabbit movie. Invisible yeah. Rabbit movie. Okay, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I'm pretty uh, sure. And then we discover that uh, the merry-go-round broken down has been playing on the record player. Yes. Yep. And, and who listens to that? Super suspicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of funny. It was like, a tune was definitely here. I was like, yeah, probably. Um, and then I love the shave and the haircut. I think it's amazing. I love that Eddie's like, what the fuck is he doing? And he looks over at Roger, who like cannot contain himself. And yes. Bust through the wall, and then that's when the Chekhov's bourbon comes into yeah. play, which is very cute because they do the whole "I don't want to drink, I do want to drink." You do, you don't. Yeah. I do, I do, yeah. I do, I do, I do. Give me I the like, yeah. I like that. It's funny. Reverse psychology, right? And that's where we get the first clue. As a kid, I always thought I was like super smart with picking up with like Judge Doom. You were really backs away from that dip. Like he, like he, he really is like, Ugh! like yeah. Um, he stepped out of the way. Little, you get, and okay, here's another thing, and I know that you don't want to talk about this, Bridget, but when um, <sighs> Nancy Cartwright, um, when the shoe, which is anyway, yeah, when the shoe gets dipped in the dip, at the end you hear a little, <laughs> and I think it comes out of Judge Doom's mouth. No, it's a weasel. <laughs> Oh, is actually, it? yes, because I asked that clarifying question last night. It was confirmed. <laughs> it was a weasel. Because I always thought that that was our, because it sounds just like 
Judge Doom at the end. It does. It does. I always thought it, I agree with you. At first, when I was a kid, I thought it was the shoe making a noise. Yeah. Which is but it's, it is, um, it is a weasel. Okay. All right. Touche. I don't, I don't. None taken. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Philip, I like when you back up into your Jessica Rabbit background. <laughs> And your you, the top of your head disappears. <laughs> Duh. I Rabbit. also I recently watched the film Memento, and I feel like Dolores kind of reminds me of Natalie, like Carrie Ann Moss's character from Memento for some reason. Maybe because she's just like just her look, uh, like her look, and like her all-knowing bartenderness. I mean, she becomes a worse character as the movie goes on, but. Yeah, spoiler for Memento. Ooh, sorry, um, yeah. Especially if you're um, watching that movie backwards. Um, yes, right, right. Um, well, so, so guys, shaving a haircut uh, was the last note I took. Okay. Okay. Well, then, well, then well, I have. Um, so, yeah. So that's when, at some point. That's when we get reintroduced to Jessica Rabbit, right? Or no? Is that the mashed potato woman? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I even know, like, did Angelina Jolie, like, model herself after Jessica Rabbit? Octomom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Octomom modeled herself after Angelina Jolie and Jessica Rabbit. Got it. I can believe it. Okay. Um... (laughs) Oh, yes. I did have a note that Judge Doom, yes, is making fun of everybody's um, disability. Disability. Um, And then, yeah. So after this point, I I know, right? Because we all were like, all right, like, they almost kill Roger and then they don't. And then basically everything from there turns into this whole, like, High speed car chase. Yeah, it's a high speed car chase um, where we end up in the Acme factory um, with the dip. But before that, we see those like sleepy cowboy, mildly racially insensitive. That's another thing that doesn't hold up. Or maybe racially insensitive. I mean, the tomahawk guy. And then I actually was going to say, too, I know that Robert Zemeckis directed the film. Um, and there is a point where, you know, he's, um, Eddie is like so stoked to be back in Toontown after like getting in the car with Jessica and Benny and like, um, he, he puts those bullets in the gun and he's like, all right, boys. And then he goes to like drink a swig of the whiskey and he pours it out. And the way that whole scene is filmed is exactly like back to the future. Yeah. Just the music, the crescendo, the zoom, all of it is exactly. Yeah, he just had done it. It was like hot off the press. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And so then Eddie, so we kind of see Eddie becoming less of an alcoholic, which is nice. Adventures through Toontown. Um, and then, right. And then, so we're speeding up, but like, right. It's just like a bunch of action. And then we're back at the factory um, yeah. where we get to use the whole, oh my God, that whole is so cool. The acne like portable hole that you can just use to break through stuff. Um, and as a kid, I remember watching this and like having all the humans are like, ah, two town blows. And I'm like, you're so lucky. Like I just desperately wanted, I was like, oh, if I could just have a portable hole 
That's all I would want to like hang out with Roger Rabbit. And oh. also that one portable hole is just not big enough for Eddie to squeeze through when he's in the magnet. I'm just yeah, I know say. Eddie's a pretty. Eddie, like, it could be guy. expanded. Like oh, it's okay. not like yeah. yeah the whole scene, it was like. He was gonna he was gonna get run over like a hundred times before that happened. It was like so close to him. Yeah. It was like in his face and he's like still has all this maneuvering room. Well, just like the dip, like the squirt dip that gets oh, so yeah. close to Roger oh, right, yeah, yeah. And, and Jessica the whole time. Um, should we talk about the um since we're all kind of blurring to the end a little, <laughs> should yeah. we just talk about the Jessica Rabbit proxy? <laughs> the woman who looks beautiful through the, oh, the blinds. Oh. <laughs> that that one maybe doesn't hold up. Wait, I don't know if I remember this. Oh, uh, so she's Eddie, okay, go ahead, Philip. No, Eddie takes the elevator to the. He sees the silhouette in the window right. on the certain okay. floor. He takes the a very funny scene where he takes the elevator all the way up with oh, the right. worst elevator person in the world. <laughs> with a droopy dog. Droopy dog. Right? Yeah, 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 with droopy okay. dog. And he knocks on there, and then this uh, homely woman oh, with the yeah, same she figure. Lo- she's like crazy just, looking, right? Oh, yeah. It's, like a witch. It is loco. She's um, something. <laughs> she is something. I, oh, I, yeah, I don't really want to describe it, but like then she is just hounding after... Eddie. Yeah, and... okay. I you know it's funny, I don't I don't know why I missed that in my viewing last night, but I remember that from a kid. Uh, and it being uh, terrifying. And she, just, like, she like screams out, a man. And oh, just, God. Like, oh God, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. My favorite um, part obviously is that Eddie can manipulate the road line so that she yeah. falls oh, yeah, into she the runs wall. Into, yes. And her boobs separate. On yeah. side of the wall. God. What's so crazy is I don't remember. I, I must have taken like a, a bathroom break, but I, you're bringing it right back. <laughs> Interesting. Um, well, the next note I have is when, when they're in the warehouse and Judge Doom is basically just, just wants to develop LA. <laughs> like that's his whole plan. Yeah. To run highways, um, have rapidly served food. Ha ha ha. Like, it all happened. Oh, I know. It's so sad. I yeah. mean, when he talks about it, it's like, okay, so this is like a sociopath's view of the city. Um, and then Eddie says, and as a kid, like, I knew this was a punchline, but I didn't know why when he said, like, freeway, only a tune could come up with something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, which is funny. But um, well, I do have, like... Interesting. A- oh, sorry. I was just going to say, interesting watching this now, though, in the time of, of quarantine, where the freeways have never been freer. Yeah, that's oh, true. Right here, yeah, that's true. Like a whole kind of meta experience. Yeah, right. It is kind of um, pollution rates are dropping all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins nice. are in in the canals in Venice. Just kidding. Yeah, Annie told everybody yeah. she knew though. Um, so wait, is that think, not true? I don't think so. I thought that was a rumor. <laughs> There's some rumors going. I don't know. All Our right. friend Dusty posted on Facebook like. Finally, with no like gondolas to disturb them, like ancient like velocipods are in the Venice. Oh yeah, you see that? It's like this giant dinosaur. It's pretty. Oh, cool. that's fine. That's um. Well, so I wrote down like, is are doom, are doom and the weasels like the lone sociopaths of Toontown, or do they have like a crime problem? 
I assume That's they a have a question. Problem. I think they have a lot of problems. Okay. So it's not yeah. like it's, it's the wild west in it some is ways. It's frenetic. I did write down like it is happy when they go there and it's like but, dun, 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 dun. but it's like a little nuts. It's like, a lot. Even the oh, Daffy it would be and dangerous. Donald. Yeah, it's just lawless, especially for a human. Like it's lawless but they don't get hurt, right? For a human. They don't. Yeah. For know, a tune, lawless. it's like Well, I forget how Eddie got shot out and, and he was like skydiving down. Uh, but I've got to assume that was very dangerous for him. Although now I'm trying to think, how did he land? Didn't he? I can't remember. Oh, did... I don't remember either. Oh, yeah. Somebody's like, oh, you should have a pack. It was kind of like all the two. Oh, no, he had a spare like... tire. That was right. the whole Bugs Bunny Mickey Mouse scene. Yeah, the tunes are assholes. But then I think he just landed on the cement and lived. Yeah, it's unclear. Oh. The whole arm thing is unclear. Jeff, how did Eddie land when he had the spare tire? Do you remember? I'm asking my consultant. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone listening on the live stream can call in as well. He doesn't remember um, either. Nobody remembers. Yeah. Well, he lived. And then, I mean, we're kind of at the point stream. <laughs> where we talk about the big reveal. <laughs> where then Judge Doom gets run over by a... I haven't watched that part yet. <laughs> by a steamroller. Oh, so that gave me nightmares forever. No yeah. kidding. Like, I remember... So I, in my life, have two villains that, like, haunt... Like, I can't even watch it. And one is Judge Doom, and the other is, like, Gary Busey's son from the movie Contact. And, <laughs> and they're the same person. They're the same face. I'm going to say Gary Busey's son is much scarier. Oof! Um, that movie is yeah. fucking nuts. But it's kind of a similar look to the camera, and, like, boom! Like, bug eyes. Um, man, when he inflates himself back up... And then as a kid, when he just says, like, remember when I killed your brother? Ah! Yeah. Talked. Just like It is so, I think we all maybe watch it at the same age where you're like, yeah. you enough to watch it, maybe. But, like, nightmares happened. And That's Annie scary. Annie did not want to rewatch it because she's like, <laughs> I can't handle this. That's scary. It's very yeah. scary. That Another is- fun fact, uh, Tim Curry audition for it but they deemed him too scary so oh, um, wow. from clue and oh, it christopher walken is i mean that's not his name <laughs> that's his name christopher lloyd christopher, christopher walken would have been fine too yeah christopher lloyd is very scary though oh movie. yeah oh, no yeah. that was the right amount of scary uh, i thought like, it was very scary oh i think so yeah did this come out before or after back to the future after after so do you think maybe if they were worried that, Chris, that Tim Curry was too scary, did they think that kids would recognize Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown and not be so scared? No, it was just his presence that was like I, just less scary than, yeah. I never knew that until I think last night. <laughs> yeah. But they were the same person. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and Uncle Fester, well, from the movie. From the yeah. movie. Um, interesting. Well, yeah, that's the scariest thing that's ever happened. Um, and then, and then Acme's disappearing, reappearing ink. So Roger 
this is like, these are like the details that I'm like, what? Like, so Roger had taken the will, taken a blank piece of paper to write Jessica, like a love letter for Jessica. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But we knew that it was, how do we know that that was the same piece of paper? He, Eddie, Eddie knew it because he's just smart. And he realized that, I mean, we, we heard the disappearing, reappearing ink earlier in the club. Yeah. Right? That was sort of the exposition for him. And he's a detective. So of course he knows. He knows what tunes do. Then um, he, like that's the paper that he found, and yeah. that's how he wrote. Yeah. Yeah, how he much paper know. is laying around? You know, only in Toontown, yeah, there's only two pieces of paper. So. Yeah, and then they leave it to the tunes, and Roger laughs like a psycho. Ugh, Roger Rabbit is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, when you were little, uh, well, I know you didn't watch this as many times, Phil, but did you think a lot about Jessica and Roger, like as a pair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um like what what's that like, what like? would it would look like yeah i mean i love that her li- i actually when we were watching her with my roommate so like jessica rabbit but she's not a rabbit it's like it's her married name and that was a no i i oh, yeah i never got that that's fun i will say a very insider podcast thing that our friends lisa and matt um do you remember them going as jessica yes, and roger i and definitely do lisa was who, roger. Who? Okay. lisa was roger and matt was jessica which makes so much sense oh yeah it's the best. <laughs> um, so yes, I did think about that though. Of like, ooh, interesting. But they make a lot. They make it very clear that they have a very successful sex, sex life. life. Healthy sex life. Yeah. But I guess like doing it like rabbits. Like, is that part of that? Like. Yeah, I think so. I did. I do love their wedding photos. Oh, I don't remember those. I don't either. Yeah, you see them when Roger is like sad and he's like, oh, he yeah. has his own like Eddie moment and he's like looking through a photo album and they have this like limo behind them. Yes. And, like, but he only yes. comes up to like just under her boobs. It's yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I do. She loves him because he makes me laugh. He makes me he laugh. He makes her laugh. He's funny. He he's a laugh. funny guy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Eddie and Dolores aren't, like, they're not... They're basically the real-life Roger and Jessica. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then should we get to our Hummers, Dummers, and Bummers? Yeah, I have some questions. Oh, questions, yes. And some... Oh, yeah, question corner. Corners of questions. Questions corner. So I have three questions. Um, (laughs) Two come from Annie ICU. And oh, one yeah. is how did they get everyone to collaborate? Meaning like Warner Brothers and Disney. So I think we already answered that. But the the thing is, is like Steven Spielberg just convinced people, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it's a Disney production, mm-hmm. but uh, Amblin Entertainment, and but they got Steven Spielberg to sort of do all the negotiations. Um, and like the main one is that they want an equal time for the equal people like Donald yeah. Duck and um, Daffy Duck. And let's see, what was the other thing I had? Um, I did read, and now I can't remember who, but there were some of them that they couldn't get, like they couldn't get Popeye, they couldn't get Tom and Jerry. It was a, was a timing of- issue is what I heard. Oh, but, Bridget has something. Well, no, I was just going to say what was interesting is that Olive Oil is also voiced by Mae Questel, the same voice as Betty Boop. Did they get yeah. olive oil or they couldn't? No, because Jeff and I were talking about that. And I thought, I thought that olive oil and Popeye were in the final scene, mm-hmm. but they're not there. Yeah. 
It's mostly animals. There's not any human, other human. Except for cartoons. Betty Boop looking like. Right, looking like. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. I think the reason why all those other characters weren't in it was just a, literally a timing issue of not being able to get the animation in it. There wasn't any sort of like problems with it. It was just like a budget and timing issue. And this was the most expensive movie to date. I read um, that. Yes, yeah. And it was kind of like a big boost up. Huge for Disney, budget. Right? Yeah. Like it was kind of like, yeah. let's come back and make, because they had made a couple of like failed things, like ca- something called used cars, I read. I have not read and that. It had a couple of flops, I feel like, that weren't exclusively kids things. Like this was kind of one of the first movies that worked for adults and kids, right? Could, yeah. But budget wise, this beat out. It was more expensive than Rambo 3, which is the most expensive movie before that. And then it was beaten out by Terminator 2. Wow. Interesting. I know that it was like definitely the most expensive animated movie. No, it was the most expensive movie. Movie. That's nuts. Um, Well, speaking of which kind of, the next question that any ICU has is what rating do we think it would get today? Because it I was surprised. I thought that this movie was rated R, but it was rated PG. Yeah. But, but yeah, wasn't it, was it before the PG-13 rating came out? I think it was before PG-13. Or was well, it... What would make it PG-13? Smoking? Oh, probably. There's no swearing. Is there no uh, swearing? Well, there's like the... Well, I guess not. Like, kick me in the balls, I guess is not. But there's a there, lot of, like, sex and violence. And smoking and drinking. Well, looking up all the facts about this movie, there is apparently a scene of Jessica Rabbit without any underwear. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a couple of... Yeah, like if you watch it on slow-mo, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Where? Which I'm sure is... I think in the crotch region. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's good, Philip. You're a real Uh, Roger Rabbit. But up, up, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's at a car crash scene. Interesting. I think it would get like a P, maybe a PG thirteen. Yeah, I think it'd be it doesn't PG-13. feel like a PG movie. No, I think it'd probably get probably be PG thirteen, but they can't change them or no. Um. No, I mean the. Oh no! I don't think they can. I don't think you can change it. Right? Once you get stamped with that PG, you know, even if you're just just one of the guys. Oh, um, God. That should be on the list. It was of a formative for sure. movie for both Katie and I. Yeah. Um, oh, just one of the guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looks like the Karate Kid. Remember? Oh, my God. Well, anyway. Um, so, um, I, this question comes from Dave L. Oh, good. I'm glad you. Um, yes. <laughs> Checked with that that who, obsessive guy. Yeah, so obsessive. who says, who says, um, would you actually watch and enjoy a Roger Rabbit cartoon? Uh, I'm gonna honestly say probably not. I don't. I don't love cartoons. Well, sure. not like yeah. I do love cartoons. I'm a big. Bob's Burger, Simpsons. I just got an evil look about that. I know. Well, you (laughs) you did not whisper. (laughs) Yeah. Loudly, you whisper screamed that. Um, 
So it's an interesting question. I, when this first, I, my first note of this, um, of taking uh, notes for this movie was I immediately love Roger Rabbit's energy. And that's during the baby Herman cartoon. Like I really like Roger Rabbit. Like I think he's a kind of like hilarious, <laughs> relatable character. That kind of cartoon, the baby Herman cartoon, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. I'm See, not... I like Looney Tunes. That's like exactly what it is though. Like Ben and or Tom and Jerry. Okay. Well, ben and Jerry. It's Ben, ben and Jerry cartoons. Ben well, and Jerry. Delicious. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think what he means is, would you watch like the Baby Herman, like the short? Would that be something you would like seek out? I guess. Yeah, I like shorts. Like uh, I think there's the whole like shorts that are around, like The Incredibles with the little baby. There, oh, I found yeah, those very entertaining. Um, I think all the little shorts I've seen, I've been really entertained by. So I'm going to say yes. I've got some other thoughts that I'm going to save for some boomers. Um, <laughs> that sounded so crazy. Whatever <laughs> you just made, I thought you were like, oh. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get to it. We, I mean, I know our audiences don't have a lot of things to do right yeah, now. They don't but have we gotta, anything to do. We're three times as long we're, during quarantine. We're at, a, an hour, we're at an hour 10, y'all. So we got to. Oh, wow. I saw when we're at like 30 minutes and I was like, this audience doesn't have anything <laughs> to do. So it's fine if we go long. So, yeah. By the way, if you've made it this long, thank you. We'll be sending yeah. you our uh, Does It Hold Up fan club charm bracelets, charm bracelets <laughs> that we're all making individually in our homes. Out of yeah. Yeah. yeah, You'll be receiving those when we can go back to the post office. So do we want to jump into Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Let's do it. Yeah, I think so. Let's start with the saddest. I'll go first. I want to talk about how I'm bummed out by uh okay that, that little squeaky shoe oh my okay. god i mean yes <laughs> that little squeaky shoe is every horse in game of thrones <laughs> it didn't ask to be there <laughs> and and frankly it's pair got away <laughs> so sad yeah. on so many levels oh my god right i didn't even think about <laughs> It's a little lonely pair. Now, what is that shoe going to do? Just, it has no purpose. It's like, not to mention, and then then you watch it die. You watch it suffer. It's awful. It's awful. You know what's crazy is that shoe probably has its own movie of like who framed the shoe and like he lost his brother to a human. It's so meta. That bums me out. The other shoe is now a detective in human land. The other shoe is a detective in human land who will take human cases, and he's so pissed because his brother was killed by a human, only to find he, out that that human was actually a human. Yeah, he can't talk. He just <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that bummed me out when I was yeah. a kid, and I could I had to like hold Jeff's hand. I was upset. No, I. It's very upsetting. I think that's yeah. Um, Top that I think, bummer. Well, just to interject, <laughs> we are getting we're getting some live questions. Just real quick, Ooh. Oh, from the from live our stream. stream. Um, Kelly L asks, Ooh. "Would you do it with a cartoon?" 
Dave L adds the caveat if she looked like Jessica Rabbit. No. So yes, no. Me too. Answer. Yes. Hercules. And I would do it with the cartoon. I would not do it with Jessica Rabbit. Uh, I think I, I would do, do it with either Fox from Robin Hood, either Maid Marian or Robin Hood. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were going to say the Fox yeah. from The Fox and the Hound. Nope, I'd be good <laughs> friends with him. Todd, I'd be good friends with Todd. <laughs> but the Foxes from Robin Hood, Annie yeah. and I both discussed it. We both simultaneously, I think we actually, what happened is we wanted to be the Robin Hood Fox. And we were very heavily crushing on the Maid Marian Fox. But truthfully, they're the same person. One has a veil and one has a hat Aww. with a feather in it. Sure. That makes yeah. sense. We feel very strongly about those foxes. I feel yeah. like um, Tramp is giving off some like really sexy <laughs> masculine vibes. I just wanna... He's scruffy. He's he scruffy. Should be a San Diego. He's for sure a San Diego. Yeah, he's like from that. the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, he's aloof. Uh, oh, yeah. He's totally. like, will not be committed to you, yeah. but yeah, mm. totally. Take you out for a nice Italian dinner. Yeah, Philip. Um, who? What cartoon do you want to do? Um, Betty Boop. I'm- Betty Boop, yeah. From like when she came on, I was like, yeah, I can. She's I can a she's a spinner. Yeah. Do you guys know what that means? I no. do. I do know what oh, that God, means. Oh God! Now I know what it means. <laughs> what is it, Katie? Yeah, tell us. Tell us. This is what I think it is. <laughs> we already have this. Is it when a woman like balances on a man's penis and spins around? <laughs> Is it because, yeah, because she's so small. Oh my God, gross. (laughs) Well, I guessed it right. Congrats on your hetero lives. (laughs) Okay, so that's a good segue into the other bummers, I guess. Um, Hard to top that. You're a bummer? I don't, I got to still think about it because. I've got a a bummer. Do it, do it. Yeah, my bummer. Oh my God, you guys still haven't done your bummers? No. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, as we said, this is going to be a long podcast. Yeah. Uh, My my bummer is Roger Rabbit. Um, What? What? My first note here is Roger is annoying. Oh my God, that's the opposite of my note. I know, I I know. You Um, guys! Fight, fight! I came around to him at the end, but honestly... If they stripped out all the cartoons from this and it was just film noir, <laughs> I would have loved it a lot more. Bob you just Hoskins, wanted like, to watch a Dick Tracy movie. Yep. Not a Dick Tracy movie. That's different. Uh, but sure. just a... Um, oh, Rear gosh. What's the, what's the uh, film noir from NPR that they always play on Sundays? It's oh, like... Uh, it's this private eye that's... Or he's like a insurance investigator and he basically just goes through a dollar fifty for the hotel and now i had to do a i know what you're 20, talking about 25 cent car or uh call but yeah i love oh it's johnny dollar johnny okay. dollar so it's i love that shit and so when they threw all the cartoons on it it just lessened it for me so my bummer was that there were cartoons in this <laughs> um while it was <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was great and impressive. 
if they could have lost all that, I would have enjoyed the movie more. Okay. So that's my bummer. Okay, so, so it basically, wasn't a parody. <laughs> you don't want a cartoon movie at all. Okay, just checking. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, movie yeah, yeah. of what it was supposed to be. <laughs> and that bummed you out? That's the whole movie. Oh my yep. God. Uh-huh. Phil wow. spent the whole movie depressed. Oh, like, God. It, if it had been a movie about just like freeway real estate, which I don't know if you guys know this, Chinatown is all about water rights in LA. Um, yes, it's always that every week. boring stuff that they're always about. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So it's hard to, that shoe is such a bummer that it's almost like it's from a different movie. Like that's oh, no, the only, that one wins. That wins. Up. But yeah. to pivot, um, I definitely wasn't bummed out by Roger Rabbit and the cartoons. Um, <laughs> but I think I was a little bummed. We kind of touched on it. I was a little bummed about Jessica Rabbit because my kid brain remembered it as like this very like alluring character. And in the rewatch, I kind of muted Phil where I was like, this person is over the top and I cannot see her face. It's like she has- Doesn't exist. Right. So that was a it's little bit like of a bummer. Mush. Just constantly mushing in different directions. Oh, yeah. I, so yeah. that was a bummer for me. Um, but don't you think that's like really just about Botox? How, well, but also the male gaze on how women are supposed to look yeah. and like, yeah, like, it's not. It's, yeah, I don't. I think it's probably intentional for sure. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah interesting. So, uh, dumbers. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna try to be specific. I'm gonna go with. Uh, that man at the bar. I'm gonna go with hard boiled egg guy. I think he, <laughs> I think he lays in too thick, too quick to Eddie. And you're wondering, like, has he just been doing this over and over again, or is he just a jerk? And he's so sweaty. He's so sweaty. He's the sweatiest person. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah. There's so many things, but that's what I'm gonna go with. Katie, and, all your, um, where'd you go? I'm here. I'm looking through my notes to see if I can come up with like a more specific dumber. Um, Phil, do you have anything? Um, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> my dumber is the whole freaking- movie. The whole movie. I said I liked the film noir portion. I didn't. I, <laughs> that's my dumber. No. Uh, my dumber is L.A. getting rid of that public transportation. Well, How sweet sure. was that? That you had a sweet nickel you could jump on. And if you didn't, you just jumped on the back and you got a couple new friends that you could share a smoke with. Yeah. <laughs> who, who cares if it's like 12-year-olds? Um, some of those no. cable cars, I believe, ended up in San Francisco. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Nice. It's just, but it, it reminds me how dumb it is that the U.S. just went to a car-based system and all of our cities are yeah. sc- screwed up because of that. So that's my dumber. Like, if those anti-Toontown people hadn't gotten in charge, we would have had public transportation for everyone. It's super yeah. dumb. I respect yeah. that. Agreed. Um, uh, I just had one, and now, well, You're okay. Hot. So it's kind of more general, <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I found the Eddie and Dolores relationship a little frustrating and like kind of dumb in that like like she gets really remember she gets really mad at him because he's with Jessica and remember he like she catches him with his her his pants yeah. down I caught you with your pants down <laughs> literally which doesn't make sense I, actually that's one of my favorite things actually I'll save it I'll save it um, okay but um <laughs> we went from we went from from like summer that, was summer. An, that was an emotional roller coaster <laughs> i'll save the I'll save my relationships to yeah. also i just said emotional in the most emotional. baltimore way i possibly could yeah, I know. emotional i'll save my hummer or, or i'll save my hummer but um yeah, like the whole on again, off again, two year, like the distance between Dolores and Eddie doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, I don't know why they just can't be together. Um, it's, but yet they kind of are obligated together. So that relationship, I felt like I just wanted to be like, just figure it out. Like, say yes or don't. So yeah. And now Hummers. Sorry, I just deleted something important off my work calendar. Oh, oh good. I'm Shouldn't sure be doing important. that while we're talking. Go on. Oh. All right, Hummers. Um, I'm gonna go. I have two little baby Hummers. Uh, one, one is um, Roger going through the window, as we previously discussed. I yeah, just so enjoy good. that as a device that it's like so lovely and he goes through the blinds and then he goes through the glass. He doesn't get hurt and it's, yeah, it's really great. And then um, also a car driving a car is a yeah. great is a great thing. Wait, when did a car drive a car? The cartoon car gets in the broken down Eddie's car and drives Roger. Benny, oh yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie's car, but but also Benny, Benny the cab. Benny right? the cab, yeah, and also um, the. I just love that car and I like that when he's driving in real life his tires look flat but he's okay. I don't Yeah, I know. He got dipped like the Before he got dipped his tires looked flat. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have to back up and do a new dumber. Can I do <laughs> okay. a dumber? Yeah. This is my dumber. At the end of the film when that whole warehouse is covered in dip and then they like kind of rinse it off but not really all the cartoons in the world I know. run in. And I was so anxious about their feet. Like, because I, I was agree. like, okay, maybe it's only their feet because Benny was okay because he got flat tires from dip. But like, there's like Mickey Mouse back the F up, man. Like, I know. I know. See that it's green. That's my dumber. Okay. Gosh, dunk, slam dunk. <laughs> okay. Space jam. Space jam. Okay. I'll do my Hummer. Oh my God, can I say something really quick about Space Jam? Oh, sure. Yeah. Before my, col- before my community college went off online, which it did, I, ha- I had like five classes with my students this term. And um, each semester they do a speech about an object of importance. And one of my students brought in a basketball. And um, with all earnesty and love and seriousness, he talked about Space Jam, about how this movie was so formative for him as a child. And he talked about the character of Michael Jordan and how much these, these characters, like the character of Michael Jordan informed his life. Did he know he was a real person? No, I don't, I'm not totally sure. It was the sweetest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Whoa. <sighs> 
I will say in watching Roger Rabbit with younger millennials, I got super shamed for never having seen Space Jam. Well, I will tell you that this is a student who's probably like 18 or 19 and did not grow up in the United States. Okay. And oh, okay. And that Space Jam was so formative for him in terms of like what American culture was and what basketball was. Interesting. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's cool. Um, okay. My specific, very specific and quick Hummer is at that same scene when Eddie's caught with his pants down, Jessica blows him a kiss and her lips, like it flutters and it sticks to his cheek and then Dolores comes and I think he, she like peels it off. And that is like some of the best animation. That's like one of the only times in the film, I think that like it's the tunes are really truly merged mm-hmm. into like the skin of a human. And I loved watching it as a kid and I loved it again. I just, yeah, that's amazing to me. So that's my Hummer. Um, Phil can't my... think of anything because he hated it so much. No, I've got something. And <laughs> it was the same Hummer I had uh, from the first time I watched it. Um, and I always remembered this part of the movie and I was like excited to see that again. And I think it still held up. I still have some minor questions about it, but it was the bullets, the bullets from the mm-hmm. gun, those like cowboy bullets that they're yeah. just so excited to be bullets and they're so excited to be shot. Um, and my only, like, I still enjoyed it this time around. The only thing, you know, the, the Native American bullet probably doesn't hold up yeah. as much, no. but also, but the cowboys are cool. Yeah, when when they shoot them, I don't know what happens to the bullets because. Oh, Katie, do you have something? No, you're freezing. I'm you sorry. keep freezing and and oh, you keep sorry. freezing and like really animated positions. It's really... and Katie, go ahead. Oh, yeah. it's good. Sorry. It's good. But go ahead. Oh. Sorry. No, no it's just like. I found those bullets really enjoyable and I still did. So yeah, that's it. I feel like one of those bullets was like likely voiced by Sam Elliott or something. They were very charismatic. <laughs> that, yeah. I don't know if it was, but it just seemed, they, I, I, I know what you mean. I like those bullets too. Yeah. So that's my Hummer. Um, All right. So yeah. What, what's next? Does it hold up? I think it's just, does it hold up? And what we're wearing. Oh, gosh. True. <laughs> okay, do we want to go through what we're wearing? Well, we can see each other. Well, okay. Oh, do we want to describe Do we want to describe what each other yes! is? Yes! I would okay. love to. Yeah. Do you want to start, Bridget, by describing okay. what one of us is wearing? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been dying to talk about what Philip is wearing this whole entire time. <laughs> okay, go for it. Yeah. So Philip is dressed head to toe like Baby Herman, and it's so funny because I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. But he has a bald cap, uh, and it yeah. has like actual real hair coming out of it, and then like a nude suit. It's like one of those T-shirts you get on the boardwalk at Ocean City. Throwback to my Girl Scout days. Love um, it. But on the T-shirt, it's Baby Huey's naked body, but there's a bib. <laughs> Ooh. And on the bib, it says, um, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. I like um, it. So I'll do Katie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you're wearing. Just because it's been sort of on my mind since the start of this, this podcast sure. since I've been seeing you. And as we all know, that um, the voice actor who did Roger Rabbit 
rabbit dressed up in the rabbit Roger Rabbit costume. <laughs> um, <laughs> while, Stop saying rabbit. <laughs> rabbit Roger. Um, <laughs> while he did the the voicing of through the, throughout the movie, and that guy's name was Charles Fleischer. He's a comedian. Um, I believe he was also the creepy dude from Zodiac. Um, okay. He was he. He was the person who owned the one basement in San Francisco. And oh. I've been impressed, Katie, that you've been wearing a Charles Fleischer outfit this whole yep. time. Yeah. Uh, just a creepy old white dude. Uh, just that's, that's what you've been wearing. And I didn't want to mention it until now. It was but, a deep yeah. cut, and I'm glad that you yeah, took it. Yeah, super deep cut. <laughs> super deep cut. It took um, me a while to get it, but yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess I'll talk about what, what Bridget is wearing. I can't wait. Um, Bridget is wearing, yeah, a, um, a hooded sweatshirt, uh, (laughs) with, with a picture, um, of, of Betty Boop on it. Uh, that says, um, this is my O face. (laughs) (laughs) Risque. I'm selling them on Etsy. And it's the face that she always has for everything. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah. yeah. That's my face. And then on the back, on the back, it says. Oh, wait, should I turn um, around? You should turn around. It says, um, spinners do it best. That's oh, it. I didn't see yeah. that before. That's, yeah, I yep. didn't turn around. Yeah. 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 I went real blue. <laughs> Bridget went real blue. I did. Yeah. I'm on house arrest. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. That's why our fans aren't going to be bummed that we're doing a hour and 30 minute podcast. Yeah. Guys, I exactly. think since we're on house arrest, we should pump these out once a week. I mm-hmm. totally agree. So what do we think? Does it hold up? This is the question. Oh. Yeah, I have my opinion. I Bridget, do. Bridget, go for it. Well, here's the problem with this movie, and does it hold up? Is that it is a movie about the '40s that's done in the '80s, and we're yep. watching in the 2020s. Yeah, totally. And so it's hard to say, but I think we've talked about a few moments that are questionable. But like, yeah, this holds up because it's first of all, it's the first time we ever saw like cartoons and humans hanging out in this way and it's a time capsule and it's it's got uh bob hoskins in it who's an amazing actor Rest he's in great peace. he's an amazing actor he's awesome um yeah i think it holds up i actually think and if i correct me if i'm wrong but i think the year that bob hoskins died and they did like the in memoriam for him in the oscars i think the scene that they used was from he, him and roger rabbit finding each other in that the bed recently like, like last year was it maybe that oh yeah it can't so. be that long ago well i think the scene that they used was when he screamed in roger's face in the bed which was kind of cool yeah i think maybe i'm not right about that um i also i totally agree with everything you said there's parts oh my of it god 2014 Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely think it holds up. I will, like, spoiler alert, watching it with uh, two younger millennials who this was their first viewing. 
like, actually, that's not true. One of them had seen it before and it was kind of on the tip of her brain, but they both kind of like went upstairs halfway through it. Like, I don't know if it's a movie that if you don't have nostalgia for, you're going to love. Although I really found that it definitely held up. I thought the jokes were great. It actually wasn't as like, it could have been a lot more painful to watch with like topics and it wasn't. And I thought that like the whole analogy of like public transportation and like segregation and stuff like does hold up. So, and I do love cartoons and anyway, so I thought it held up. I would recommend it. Phil? I keep going back and forth on this. Um, Like, I do, as I said, love the film noir movie that's inside of this. I want to interject, too, to not paint you wrongly. You do like cartoons. Like, you watch Archer, Bob's Burgers. So I just want to put it out there. It's not that you don't like cartoons. It just didn't do for you in this movie. Yeah. And I like Looney Tunes. I like classic cartoons. Um... There were just parts of this that just didn't do it for me. And I, my final decision, I'm, I haven't said yet. Um, I think <laughs> the, the artistry of this, of just like all the little details that they did in like the real world of just having the cartoons interact with it is just so impressive. Bob's, Bob Hoskins is amazing. He like, I love him in all of his movies. And this one is Mermaids. no exception. Mermaids, um, yeah, totally. I love mermaids. I don't know that one. <gasps> it's definitely a girl movie. I mean, it's just Cher. like Richie and Cher. Winona Ryder Winona and Cher. Ryder. Oh my gosh. And Bob Hoskins. But go ahead. Uh, I'm the the one I can really help think of right now. It's uh, oh, it's like I can't even remember the name of this movie. It's like I saw it in a mall in Peace Corps in Nicaragua. Oh, nice. And I watched it from like, I don't know, like some small like tech store. And I I spent like an hour there just watching this movie. It's about Jet Li, who's basically this trained attack person and he wears a collar and Bob Hoskins in charge of him. It's an amazing movie. Just Google it. It's amazing. Bob, he does a great job. Uh, My final decision is yes, it holds up. I know. I I had some problems with it of just like the comedy side of it and the cartoon side of it, but as one big thing, it holds up. So, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised at how it held up. I was kind of worried that I was going to watch it and be like, oh, God. I, I, I mean, I had some problems with it. Like, there were yeah. some parts that were boring, or especially with yeah, some of the cartoon side. Especially it when moves it, pretty it, quick, though. It, it does. Yeah. It moved quicker than I remembered as a kid. After you, once you get to Toontown, it's a race to the finish. That's why I stopped writing. Yeah. yeah. It's just hijinks and nuts. Yeah, totally. Like a cartoon. Oh, hijinks and nuts. All right. Well, it holds up. It holds up, everybody. What are we talk about for the next 30 minutes, though. We, we <laughs> didn't get this to a two hours, right? Yeah. We should have uh, people send in their uh, suggestions of what we review. Yeah, send it to uh, Babysitter Deb would be a good one. Doesn't hold up podcast at AOL.com. Yeah. That's our email address. Alta Vista. Accurate. I yeah. think we should do Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is next. Next. Next week. I love it. If it's okay. on if it's on a streaming platform sure. that sure. we, it could be. How great. did you guys yeah. watch Roger Rabbit? We, I rented it. I had to rent it off 
It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I don't have Disney Plus. Did you not see The Mandalorian? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I'm very disinterested in it. But I'm a Star Wars Philistine, so I don't know. It's good. Let's end this podcast so we can continue (laughs) our Mandalorian conversation. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Live streamers, uh, stop sending in your questions. We can't answer anymore. Yeah, we're stopping. Done. So Uh, on the count of three, we're going to end this thing. One, two, three. three. Oh.